Hello, are you there? Yes, can you hear me? Can you hear me, mother? Ah, it's a Saturday evening and I'm home alone, almost, and I thought, you know what? Rather than sit in front of the TV and waste the evening away watching whatever's on, I know, Dancing on Ice, or is that Sunday night? Well, there's uh, the the greatest dancer, I think, is currently the, uh, the BBC show of the evening. So rather than waste my evening watching that, I thought, you know what? There's all you out there. I was thinking about you, and I thought, let's record a new episode of the podcast. And here I am, because in a recent episode, I talked about the irony of how many podcasts there are about making podcasts. I then realised that this could actually be quite a good idea for me. It fits in well with the raison d'etre of productivity matters. Ooh la la. So, on this episode, I'm going to talk through my experience of getting this podcast made, the ways in which I promote it, and if it's something you're interested in, then just get on and do it. Now, I've always been a keen listener of podcasts, and I've subscribed to many over the years, and they're getting ever more popular, as we know from recent announcement that Spotify has bought Gimlet Audio, and also they've bought Anchor, the podcasting, publishing, recording app that this very podcast is being published through. And all of the big broadcasters have broken up some of their programs into smaller chunks and the uh, from some of the segments from the main programming, which I listen to as well. But it's the independent podcasters that are taking over the airwaves. Or should that be bandwidth? There's space for everyone, whether you want to present all-encompassing drama or investigative journalism on a weekly or monthly basis, or if you're a short-form presenter with the ramblings of your mind on a daily basis. Do you have hours to talk or just minutes? It just doesn't matter. There's no right or wrong length for an episode. There's no scheduling to fit into. You just need to get whatever you want to say out there. And you can do it by yourself, solo style, like me. Or you can present with a friend or a bunch of friends. Invite guests to discuss their passions. That's also another way to promote your podcast. Now, it can be a little daunting... There are so many places vying for you to publish your podcast. Where do you start? Shall I try that again? Okay, take two. It can be a little daunting. There are so many places vying for you to publish your podcast. So where do you actually start? As I mentioned earlier, I started with Anchor. It's a free service that not only publishes on their own site, but also syndicates the feed across multiple other publishers, which means you only need to upload once, and as long as it meets the criteria, which it will usually do, then it will automatically feed to Apple Podcasts, Radio Public, Overcast, Spotify, Pocket Casts, you name it. That's where I get faded out. You know, you go, etc., etc., etc. Yes, I know. This particular podcast is available on 11 platforms. And of course, the more platforms that you're on, the broader and wider the audience is going to be. Now, another consideration is the equipment that you're going to use. Anchor provide all the tools you need in the mobile app. It's available on iOS and Android. You can record, edit, and upload all from one device. It's a good way to get started. It's quite simple too, if it's a little bit fiddly. Just by using the microphone that's part of your phone, you're good to go. Now, it may not be the best sound quality, but there are plenty of podcasts where this is how they do it, and in some cases, make a feature of it. So, it's no bad thing 
just to use the microphone on your phone. If you want to make more of a presentation, then you'll need a microphone and a computer or a PC, a Mac or, or whatever. You get the you get the picture. There are a multitude of microphones available, and this episode is not a review. You can find reviews elsewhere. But popular models are the relatively inexpensive Blue Snowball to the Audio-Technica AT2020 USB version, and you can go upwards from there. Now, I use the Blue Yeti, which I brought after only doing a couple of episodes, and I based my decision on cost as well as the functionality and the ease of setup. There isn't any. It literally is plug and play. Okay, there are some knobs on the back of it just to set the sound uh, direction. Um, but it's a USB microphone, so I don't need any extra power. Just plug it into the back book uh, and off I go. Now, it is a desktop mic and it easily picks up knocks and taps on the table, which is a bit annoying. Uh, and that's why I now suspend the mic from an arm over the desk to reduce that rather annoying interference. And another reason I like the Blue Yeti is for the headphone socket. So I can hear myself directly um, and I can check the sound levels and make sure I'm not going to go too loud and you go, ouch, or I'm too quiet and you can't actually hear what I'm saying. Now, if you're using a laptop or desktop to record, then you will need some software to help you convert that sound into a file that can be uploaded. And there are a couple of free options to capture your recording. There's Audacity, which is great to use, not too complicated, and it can be found either on a Mac or a PC. And if you're on your Mac, then uh, you can also use GarageBand. You can record what you want and edit it as you need to. Now, making a podcast isn't quick. Now, the end result for me is usually around 10 to 15 minutes. But it can take up to an hour to record and edit some more. I like to think it's worth it. What do you think? If you've never done it before, again, it can be quite daunting talking, in essence, to yourself. And unless you know what you're going to say, there could be lots of ums and ahs, and you could find yourself repeating words, which you won't know until you actually listen back. So one piece of advice is to talk slowly. Give yourself time to think. More importantly, you can actually edit this out later. So if you've got some pauses, not a problem. If you're capable of talking on the fly, great. You might find you need some bullet points to prompt you as you go. Some may find the need of a full script is better. And that's what I do. I actually write a fully fledged script and I use that as the basis for the podcast. You need to make it sound natural and that comes with experience and some practice. And really, as time's gone on, I've moved away a little bit from the scripting. I might write the script, but I do tend to go off-piste every now and then. Okay, so you have a microphone. You've loaded the application to record. You have a script. How do you make it all sound good? Well, first of all, make sure that the space you're recording in isn't an echo chamber. Unless you have access to a proper recording studio, then you're likely to be recording it at home. And one of the issues is that of an echo. Take the curtains out of a room and you'll notice how much your voice will echo. You probably wouldn't notice it when you're having a general conversation with someone, but listen back to a recording and you'll soon realise how empty it sounds. Curtains help to deaden the sound. You need to do the same. Some people sit under a duvet. I prop pillows up in front of me to help. Another essential piece of equipment is that of a pop filter. This sits over the microphone and helps to prevent the p and the b popping sound as you talk. Now practice what you want to say. 
Speak in your usual voice. Be natural. And when you do this, check the levels on your recording software and you'll notice there are some green bars flashing along as you speak. And the louder you get, the further up the range they go, changing colour through amber and then red. Red is bad. It's too loud. It'll sound distorted to your listeners. You need to remain in the green area. So you'll just need to adjust the input levels, also known as gain. And you'll need to speak in your normal voice to make sure you actually get it right. And keep a note of it and keep monitoring it as you're doing your recording. And once you're happy, press record and off you go. Now, you can either record the entire podcast in one go or, and this is what I do, you record it in sections. It makes it much easier if you make a mistake and it helps with the editing later. But it's a personal choice and you might want to experiment to see which is best for you. The more parts you make, then the longer it's going to take to edit. On the other hand, if you record it in one go and you have to do a re-recording session, then you're going to have to record the whole lot again rather than just one section. Alright, you've finished recording. Congratulations. That wasn't so bad, was it? Now, save it. Before you do anything else, you don't want to suddenly lose everything. Or, do what I do, create the file and and save it as the name of the podcast so you've got a basis. But whenever you finish a recording, click on save. And then listen back and cut out all of those mini stumbles, the ums and the ahs that you didn't actually know you were saying at the time. And of course, there's those often repeated phrases, which may be a habit if you haven't got a script. Um, and don't sound, you see, I did an erm there, and don't sound too good in a broadcast. So once you've done the editing and you're happy, then upload the file. And here is where you can also add the show notes, the information that your audience is going to read about the episode. On the main Anchor website, you can choose to schedule the episode to be published in the future. And this functionality isn't available via the app. So get it scheduled or publish it. You're almost there. So after all this hard work, you need to promote it. There is no point spending all the time writing, presenting, editing your podcast, and then not tell anybody about it. Where do you go? So, Instagram and Twitter are two of the best places I've found, and if you use Facebook, then there too. Search out the hashtags to use that will get your post noted. Experiment with different ones. Your audience is probably going to change as you do, so you'll get heard by more people. And don't forget to tell family and friends as well. They'll be your biggest critics. Now, I also create specific artwork for each episode based on a template that I can update each time. It makes it quick and it retains a sort of a brand image. I use Canva, which is free for creating the artwork. And I use Buffer to schedule the posts so that they automatically post at relevant times to the audience. You might also want to use other tools to help with promotion, such as Headliner, to create a short trailer. It's free to use, and it adds an element of professionalism to your podcast. So, artwork's created. You've got Buffer loaded with posts to advertise your new episode, at times to coincide with the release of the episode on Anchor. So you just need to wait. Whoa! Hold your horses. Even when your podcast has been released, and people are listening to it, you still need to continue to promote it. It's a big, big world out there, and the audience is ever-growing and changing. So don't sit still. Keep promoting. Try different hashtags to see which ones work the best and to get the bigger audience. 
Try posting at different times as well to see which works best for you. Remember, your audience is global. So whilst you're sleeping, others are awake and reading your tweets, Instagram posts and listening to your show. So on the subject of shows, it's time for my podcast of the week. This time, it's Hacks and Hobbies, hosted by Janaid Ahmed. Now, Janaid offers a series of hobbyists and guests who teach us various lessons. Guests have included Steve Sullivan on the subject of being a gentleman, Marilyn King talking about personal branding, and David Calvert from Car Thoughts with David, who's talked about his book, and also Juliet Herman on what it means to have inner happiness. Janaid has a load of great interviews to listen to. You can find the link to Hacks and Hobbies in the show notes. It's one I recommend you go and have a listen to. What are you waiting for? Oh no, wait, I haven't finished this one yet. (laughs) Making a podcast is enormous fun. Whether you're doing it for pleasure or whether you have a business you're promoting, you just have to do it. It's about consistency, putting out content on a regular basis to build a following. Tell your friends and family about it. As I said earlier, they will be your biggest critic. And don't be shy. Listen to feedback. Take on board any constructive criticism that might help to improve your episodes. Monetization comes later. If you're doing this to make money you'll have a very, very long wait on your hands. Now, I recently started a paid listens program with Radio Public, which means a small pre-roll advert which goes before the show, and for every 1,000 listens, I will earn a whopping $20. And that's only for the listens via the Radio Public app. This is not a get-rich-quick scheme. So, if you're after the money, then you'll need to look at other avenues, such as a blog with advertising, or getting your show sponsored. Again, this needs numbers. Although Anchor does have a sponsorship programme, but only if you're in Canada or the USA. So, do it for love. Do it for your audience, but mostly, do it for you. I hope you have found this episode interesting. If you have any questions about anything I've said, then please get in touch via Twitter at ProdMatters. Don't forget to follow me where you normally listen to your podcasts. Thank you very much for listening, and until next time, remember, productivity matters.